WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. Taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends. Yes, it's another episode of PPC Rockstars, and I have with us today a good friend and um, one could even say um, an icon, uh, a venerable icon, which makes him sound a lot older than he is. But his company has been around for 10 years, I found out recently, and uh, I'm talking about Andrew Goodman, uh, president and founder of Page Zero Media. Welcome uh, to... Uh, PPC Rockstars Phase 2, Andrew. I know I had you on many times uh, in, in the first uh, iteration of the show. But welcome. Well, thanks for having me, David. And uh, for Page Zero, it's just over 13 years. But as you well imagine, sometimes people come up with an idea that is ahead of its time. So not a whole lot happened in those first couple of years. Right, right. Well, congratulations for that. That's, a, that's a, quite an accomplishment. Well, thanks. Sure. Hey, we're going to talk about a range of topics. We're going to get um, philosophical and um, pragmatic all in the same show. But um, why don't we start with uh, the the uh, strategic side, which is um, what what your thoughts on um, the complexity in, of PPC and how that's changed over the years. Well, yeah, let's uh, start with the premise that a lot of accounts have been around a while now. Uh, sometimes they've been iterated and perfected and grown in, in a sequence, you know, near to perfection. And, and if you can imagine that, that hypothetical journey, uh, you know, with a lot of uh, a flow chart with a lot of uh, blind alleys up it, it's pretty low percentage chance that someone might make close to all the right turns and grow a company. Um, so even if the account looks like it's in pretty good shape, you know, uh, it, it maybe you could have been, you know, filthy rich from it and you weren't. Right. <laughs> um, but so these accounts are out there and they have good managers on top of them. They have or, or less than enough management on top of them or they have uh, bad managers and it's hard to tell the difference. Um, and so, you know, what if you're a, one of those vendors that uh, is asked to look at accounts uh, occasionally uh, and 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 audit them? Or what if you're you're the client and you you just don't know and you ask uh, you know for a second opinion? Or you listen to your web developer who is another second opinion. He ran a couple of AdWords accounts. So those people are in the job of second guessing or auditing or whatever. We, we do audits, uh, and, and I think there's a lot of value to a detailed audit of any um, any kind of digital presence. Um, the, que- the question I leave open, I guess, is 
is um, do the people second guessing really specific, you know, tips of the iceberg of all the account management uh, really get it right? Are they fair to the people managing the accounts or are they just looking at um, kind of a still picture of a few things that uh, are easy to second guess? Um, but are really not fair uh, assessments of the full complexity of what's on uh, under the hood there. Good point, David. And, and you know, I should interview you. You you've probably done these audits, right? Sure. You've probably been asked to do that. Yep. Yeah, and it, it's uh, I always think of uh, accounts that are uh, of cer- of a certain age, let's say, and, I, and I've I've looked at a lot of accounts that have gone. All the way back to 2004, 2005, some a little little older uh, or younger than that, and you can tell that they've been touched by many different individuals. In other words, you see best practices, you see worst practices, you see lots of paused and deleted entities, mm-hmm. and um, you know you're right. It's 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 a uh, a false assumption that uh, uh, you know the current management of the campaigns is. Uh, uh, not doing their job or or not as skilled as they should be it can be and you know wh- where to get specific on this i guess is is uh, uh you know the, the the details can be interesting and i don't know how much we want to go into them but to give some examples um uh well the classic would be keywords uh versus queries and you know um I mean, I remember the. If you want to talk about ten years, it's always close to ten years ago. The longest ago uh, examples I can give, but after two or three years of running uh, running an account and having a good relationship with the uh, the marketing manager at this tech firm, uh, a new you know um, well paid VP decides he wants to start coming and sitting down at meetings. And about the third meeting, he says, "Look, why don't we take all the keywords that are performing best on an ROI basis and bid them up." Uh-huh. And take all the bad keywords on an ROI basis and bid those down. That's that's what I think we should be <laughs> doing. Like you have no idea how extensively that is baked into what we've been talking about the last two years. Right, right, right. Good point. So, what's what, what's your rule of thumb when it comes to deciding whether a uh, an account, an older account, should be completely built, rebuilt from scratch? Or whether um, the the triage method should be used. Yeah, I think that's a great one. Um, I've been working on that. Well, we've all been there, I guess. And uh, uh, you know, I've been meaning to to write write that up uh, on one of the uh, one of the uh, sites I publish on too, because it's an article, I think. Um, so I'm I'm beginning to lean towards caution there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if we talk a little later about quality score, I think that'll be an important reminder. We will. So, uh, I mean, there's that old thing with Seth Godin, the dip. And if something is is not architected in such a way that it can, and a website is a great example, obviously on a broader scale, right? Any any uh, fundamental technology, um, or you're using the right programming language, or or, or platform, or whatever uh, strategic direction. Or do you need Amazon Web Services or, or whatever? Some of these things are, um, do we fix it now? Um, or do we continue to do okay and make a profit this week to the next week and, and try to avoid pain? Uh, avoiding the pain is not such a bad idea. Um, so you really need someone to buy into the reasons for <laughs> reorganizing something that's not terribly broken. 
Um, and so I, some, some of it would depend on scale and scope. You're eventually, I think, going to need um, to fix a, bro- a really broken account structure, even if it's making a profit. If the uh, company seeks to grow much bigger, and you can see where that's headed. Mm-hmm. So to give an example, um, we have a Canadian, uh, for Canada, a very large uh, e-commerce client right now. And um, it works. But the the categorization is non-existent. It's uh, in order of you know uh, big chunks and bundles of uh, of product numbers and IDs uh, with forty different campaigns, and you know so that's broken. Uh, but there are other things to work on too. Uh, so that, you know eventually that just has to be <laughs> reorganized. Right. But you'd be amazed at how um, how little people want to do that. Uh, when when they're a little bit concerned about w- w- whether your time is being well spent in a massive, you know, it, it, does it seem like you're just filling in holes that you've dug up or are you really doing it for a good reason? Sure. And, and yeah, and I'm not sure that a lot of us are good at articulating the reasons for things. Like it used to be quality score, so I can't wait to get into that, that part as well. But uh, um, the fact that a, something is just more intuitive and that um, – Let's say at the campaign level, first of all, you can manage geography, mobile uh, bid uh, factors. You know, you can manage a lot of things at the campaign level. So if you have very big campaigns that that blend uh, seasonality altogether or blend other uh, behavior altogether, then you're unable to manage, uh, you know, those additional predictive factors. You can't really build those in, right? Um, So you've got a bunch of ad groups that might function well. But the campaign structure doesn't allow you the precision. So that would be a good reason. And also simply being able to talk about the campaign categories, you know, the, the candy canes or, or whatever. Uh, that's obviously too specific. But to disguise any real world examples, you know, the candy cane campaign makes a certain amount of sense when we have a meeting. Whereas this much larger entity um, with, you know, a thousand ad groups in it. Now we're not having a conversation that makes any kind of, you know, day to day ordinary human uh, conversation sense, I guess. Yep, good point. Yeah, I would say that I tend to uh, triage accounts more than restructure them. Um, and I think part of that, a big part of that is just the knowledge that um, making some uh, easy or, let's say, well-known best practice changes is going to have some ben- immediate beneficial effects. And and also there's the expectation of the client um, which is even even if you prep them really really well, uh, unrealistic, <laughs> right? In other words, they 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 understand uh, kind of um, ph- philosophically that um, you're not going to achieve a fifty percent uh, increase in conversions at a fifty percent decrease in CPA within the first two months. Um, something in the back of their mind says that you should be able to do that. Right, right. They want they want to see uh, something. They want to see needles moving for sure exactly. sooner. I, I mean, there's uh, another uh, another thing that can happen with the second guessing uh, folks, and that is um, to not see the context of cannibalization. Um, so accounts have developed a certain logic, <laughs> uh, and so uh, getting better at one part of it might be getting better at a part of the account that is less precise and will just pull in 
uh, clicks from another part of it. So sure. uh, to give you one, to throw you one, um, let's say you're using using an experimenting with an exotic Google um, kind of a, a, a catch-all technology such as dynamic search ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were coming to the end of the road with it. You were um, slowly weaning yourself off of this thing after learning something from it. Um, and and you realize that, you know what, <laughs> overall the account will be better off when we finally just take all our learnings from this thing, uh, put them into the account, and basically shut it down because it's it <laughs> it looks good, better and better on its own when you look at the numbers, but overall the account suffers. So you're a week away from pausing it. And the new the new person comes in and decides, I want to improve this thing. <laughs> I want to improve this futile thing. And also I'll improve it by adding a whole bunch of, uh, uh, you know, subgroups and, and really make it best practices. And they spend weeks and months on, on that. Um, but you would have paused it. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Hey, speaking of impatience, we have uh, s- several uh, – sponsors right here in the studio were impatient to get their messages out to listeners and to you and me andrew so uh hold on a sec we'll be right back don't go away ppc rock stars we'll be back after we click through our sponsors as a business owner you labor for the love of it and you don't always have time to worry about your website with godaddy managed wordpress you don't have to simply create your wordpress site or migrate an existing site GoDaddy will handle the hosting, setup, backups, and security, and keep your site running at blazing speed so you can share your passion with your customers online. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code MANAGED to get managed WordPress for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, so social the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your facebook contest and sweepstakes create a fun easy to win contest by writing a simple facebook post watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction track your traffic and generate email lists with ease so social is mobile friendly and complies with facebook terms of service let so social give your facebook page some flash today zoom over to zosocial.com Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. 
Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report, your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. From Capitol Hill to the White House, the Courthouse to the State House, the FTC to the State Attorney General, the Cyber Law and Business Report, on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Nice segue, huh? Awesome. <laughs> Let's see. How are the Blue Jays doing? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I hate these day games that crop up on you. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, four all. Bottom seven. Nice. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Blue Jays fan Andrew Goodman. <laughs> of Toronto and Page Zero Media. Hey, Andrew, nice discussion about um, the complexity of of campaigns and how to make decisions about restructuring. Hey, Andrew, why don't we segue now into the quality score issue. Uh, As of this taping, uh, we recently read a white paper that Google put out on on quality score that was um, a little bit odd in that it was unexpected um, and seemed to go tread over um, material that had been covered before. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, why don't we uh, talk about that part first, the unexpectedness of it, and and question that some have asked, well, why now? Why is this out? And, you know, I don't pretend to know. Um, they won't tell us. If, you know, they're not going to tell us. Uh, but there's a couple of possible reasons. Uh, uh I think that top of mind, some of us who have spent too long in this industry might simply think that they're watching uh, inaccuracies uh, or uh, 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 promotional uh, claims by vendors or experts that they just disagreed with and they thought it was time to set the record straight. Uh, I think that's partly true, um, but that, that probably takes a secondary role to something else. And we don't know what that something else is. But Google has to keep their uh, their systems transparent, uh, even though, uh, as we know, they're not. Um, <laughs> we know that they're opaque. Uh, we see X amount of data, lots of good data, don't get me wrong. Um, but quality score will always be opaque. And it's frequently um, tweaked. And it's uh, well known that it helps Google uh, optimize their revenue, as does Facebook's quality score, as will Twitter's. So there's no surprise there. Um, but I, I suppose uh, certain legal systems around the world and various hundreds of lawsuits that a company of Google size has to fight off or settle in any given year uh, probably require them um, to prepare for the, the the need for transparency to keep their materials consistent and so on. But I, I also wonder if they actually sometimes change their um, emphasis on quality score or get ready to change uh, their actual systems, if it seems like they're going to run into to legal uh, problems. Okay. okay. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they're, they're a big company with a strong legal department, so that could be a factor. So skipping ahead then uh, to uh, – yeah, I won't pretend to have parsed the whole document. When many of us over the years have tried to parse – uh, the help files and different statements Googlers have made. Some of my, uh, some of the off-the-cuff comments have been some of my favorites. Um, I've been lucky enough to work with Googlers who've architected the, the system, thought about it in the past. I mean, they put Hal Varian out as their chief economist, but we know that Nick Fox and others 
uh, were very instrumental in in creating that system. Uh, people like Fred Valleys were uh, the the evangelist for this, and, and lots of stuff uh, has happened since then, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but what right at the end uh, is where it really. <laughs> They really cut to the chase, and that is what does and doesn't matter. Uh, six things that matter and don't when it comes to quality, and uh, and that's pretty eye opening. In that, um, what they say doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So I think we always knew that the user's device mattered. That would be obvious. Um, the next point is relevance to a user's intentions does matter. I've been kind of beating that drum and just trying to circle around it in a couple of columns that I've written on this. Uh, you know, basically, ads should be where people think that ads aren't out of place. I think that's that's really key. So if there's poor buying intent of, uh, or poor in buying intent of that type for that user, then it's not to say no ads will show. But this has always been the litmus test, hasn't it? You type in a few queries and you notice, wow, Google's smart, aren't they? When you type in, you know, St. Louis Arboretum, Oh, maybe there'll be a local result now or whatever, but you won't have, uh, you know, ideally you wouldn't have those eBay ads, you know, save on Arboretum, Arboretum this month, right? Right. You'd have information, the right kind of information. Uh, And and they're getting really good at that. Um, And if you want to violate that, then you pay up a little bit if you're a little off the, the, the fact that someone might have buying intent with the keywords and ads you've chosen. And if you're just crazy way out of there and it's just not going to work, um, for the user, then, you know, here, here's, you know, you pay a lot more, right? <laughs> right. So that's intuitive. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, one, one of the statements in the paper that stood out to me, uh, and it was repeated several times is, um, don't make quality score a KPI. Mm-hmm. In other words, um, uh, don't, don't fixate it, uh, on it, uh, monomaniacally, uh, do the right thing um, to improve the factors that uh, are are included in the quality score calculation, uh, but don't f- fixate on quality score as a uh, as an absolute that you must uh, manage to or you or you fail. Yeah, great to hear that. Um, and. Uh, so and amongst the uh, six points, the number one coolest point that Google comes out with, which I think does drop lightly as a, as a light bombshell, to, again, not to the general public, but to people who uh, are, are just hoping that they're going to get an edge or that they've come up with some um, great method of teaching quality score, whatever it is. They say that how you structure your account doesn't matter. And then with so that they're not being ambiguous in any way, they say – um, there is no such thing as ad group level, campaign level, or account level quality score. Huh. So what? And, and so what? Uh, what kind of predictive information are they using, or what factors are they using? Then, um, in the absence of some other part of the account is bad, so you should get a penalty for it over here. Well, they say groups of related keywords, and, and they're using predictive data in general. But there's not this rope-like thing where, oh, you know, that ad group's going to be in trouble if you don't get in there and and, uh, and sculpt it for quality score. Right. And what was new to me was there's no account-level quality score. So that's that has changed. In fact, as far as I know, from something Fred Valley said probably three or four years ago, they did used to have supposedly some form of ad group-level quality score 
maybe. And, and they did used to have a factor at the account level. So if you're just reckless, you'll be paying a tax some other part of your account depending on how many bad impressions or you know, irrelevant impressions you're allowing to flow through. Right. And they're really saying we're sheltering you from that now. If you're reckless over here, um, you know, or if you didn't structure your account in a certain way or you didn't use a certain tool or your opinion of architecture uh, uh, and whether you should restructure like we talked about before, whether we should completely uh, redo the account because of quality score, you don't have to worry. So that's, right. that's good news. It is. It is. Although there's still, even after the paper has been published, uh, speculation about a, account-wide quality score and whether you can somehow game it by uh, running some high-quality score keywords and campaigns before starting off on, on more uh, dicey ones, let's say. So uh, That's the way we always used to approach it, I guess. Um, and. It's, I guess it's an open-ended thing uh, where they said that's not going to affect it. Uh, and, and so because I think maybe it's just they have so much data now. They've continued to evaluate it, and, and maybe they did make a change because they have so much data, and it doesn't have to be from your account. They're basically saying, you know, you're, you're not the only one who's advertised, even on, you know, um, you know, uh, dried up fish guts that get used to uh, lubricate an industrial ball bearing, <laughs> whatever it is, <laughs> they've got data on it, uh, at least good enough to give a predictive quality score. Good point. Hey, speaking of uh, dried up fish guts, none of our sponsors will be selling dried up fish guts, but they do have important messages for people who uh, manage PPC campaigns. So, Andrew, hold on a second. Listeners, stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Best Search Strategies. Where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis, discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs. Best Search Strategies. On demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. I'm glad I didn't to try to get, use larger, longer words because I, <laughs> as I age, you know, like extruded and whatever. Unless I see it in the in, on the website, I don't know. Dried up fish guts. Is all I get. And pink, we're back. Pink slime. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can we leave the pink slime in, George? <laughs> the pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with Andrew Goodman and headed into the home stretch, uh, just like the Toronto Blue Jays. And um, Andrew, let's let's cap off the uh, episode here with a quick discussion about bid adjustments. You're a big fan. I'm a big fan. Um, why why should uh, PPC advertisers pay more attention to bid bid adjustments? Yeah, uh, lots of reasons. Um, I think I first got excited about the idea when uh, um, I, I guess it, you know, like I can be a self-styled contrarian and try that angle. Whereas a lot of people were um, apprehensive about enhanced campaigns, and yes, we did lose tablet control. But I think almost ninety, probably ninety-five percent of advertisers now disagree with their – I'm just going to go out on a limb and say they disagree with their former position that it's just so great to be able to break out all your mobile campaigns uh, separately. Yes. Um, when, you know, and the, the thing is there are special use cases for some of these breakouts. But what we were having, as, as one Googler said, was having campaigns that pivoted around every possible dimension – so then you have 700 campaigns, then your data is all chopped up, and so you're not aggregating meaningfully and so on, and lots of things. It's harder to manage. So so it started with the idea of mobile and me seeing like, okay, well, you know, A, you can um, easily adjust it by campaign, and now let's say you also don't have to do five countries. You can adjust the geography, uh, assuming, of course, that you don't need different languages and different messaging, but... There's a lot of ways that bid adjustments uh, gave you a stable setup um, from one campaign where you would have needed 20 campaigns in the past. The, the second thing that got me was that I always used a workaround to address seasonality um, after uh, a, some large campaigns began just getting um, nightmarish, really, from a bid management perspective during you know Thanksgiving to Christmas holiday season. We would... We would stupidly, you know, I think, <laughs> we would stupidly go on the method that and uh, whether a human does it or bid management tool does it, you're trying to catch up with what the, the performance is. So you go, oh, well, you gotta got to raise and lower all these bids, like tens of thousands of them, even though you could predict the season would do it to you. 
So I would use the the scheduler, you know, as a as an overlay. Go twenty percent using different time of day things, or you know, right. big big chunks. Um, and then you then you realize as you go, if you can do this with geography, and and you and you have relatively stable ratios with different states and and times of day. Um, you're going to have to pick one way to adjust your bids for seasonality or some other reason. Um, but it's it's certainly a lot more accurate than uh, and less um, manual post post facto adjustment than you have with this chasing method. Uh, right. But I think that brings us to a whole other thing. Then it proves to us that we still can't even chase all those segments correctly. And that that eventually we'll do a better job of them if we if we have uh, computers doing that. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. So, how how do you feel about stacking bid modifiers? Well, I, I think in theory I, I'm ecstatic with it. I love it because it, it really and, and so I, I guess I didn't want to go into all of it because it's almost too exciting. But uh, the display network never used to allow this before, and now uh, you know now we have more accurate demographic information. Um, so on top of age, gender, whether you're a parent or not, and those are all individual things you can plus or minus the bid percentage that would affect the keywords and the placements, which of course you can bid on as well. So the, the, the publishers and the placements themselves get a factor. So with all of those being adjusted by percentages, it, it seems to me the, the theory goes, you know, I was stuck before with a th- $180 cost per conversion in the display network to the best of my abilities. You know, that was the best that I could get it. Right. But now that we carve out all of these things and get rid of the, the uninterested buyers, highlight the publishers that work, not just by excluding bad ones, but, but getting accurate with our bidding. And I didn't even mention time of day or geography yet, right? So you have seven or eight of these stackable things getting the bid accurate, um, I think now it opens up the network so that you can address its full potential theoretically at your $60 cost per conversion. So if that doesn't work, I'll be very sad. Me too. Me too. Yeah. It's not good to be sad. Hey, listen, um, we are right at the end of the show. Um, always great to have you on. And where will you be speaking next? Where, will, where can people come and see you in the flesh? Well, it's the middle of the summer, man. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, okay. You know, I, I, at the very least, uh, you will see me showing up, no doubt, at, at, uh, at various conferences. But probably uh, we'll be um, at State of Search Dallas. Uh, but as far as I know, uh, I'll be at, at SMX. And we have other, other fish to fry with the various conference series, which are, 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 <laughs> are changing yes. rapidly, I think. Yes, I understand. And um, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, easily follow me on Twitter at Andrew underscore Goodman and uh, pagezero.com. Easy to find me. Gotcha. Well, thank you, Andrew. Uh, give my best to Caroline, and uh, I'll see you soon. Thanks, David. Try not to, try not to get a burn out there on the beach. <laughs> I will not. And listeners, thank you for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next week on another episode of PPC Rockstars.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.